Are you ready for Christmas? I'm going to ask you that every week. And you all know I'm not just talking about December 25th, right? When I ask, are you ready for Christmas? I'm asking, are we ready for the coming of Christ afresh and anew into our lives, into our congregation, and into the world? Last week, we began looking at Luke chapter 1. We're going to continue that for the next few weeks. Uh, Last week, we were in Jerusalem. If you weren't here, we were in Jerusalem. Uh, We were in the temple. And um, yeah, we were in Jerusalem in the temple, and um, an angel appeared to Zechariah. And that angel was the angel Gabriel who came to announce to Zechariah that the long-awaited prayer that he and uh, uh, Elizabeth had had for a child and the long-awaited prayer uh, that Israel and that the priest had been lifting up for all of Israel for the uh, coming of a deliverer and a, a, a Messiah, all of that was coming to fruition in and through this child that Zechariah and Elizabeth would have, this child who would be a prophet and a forerunner of this new thing that God was doing. Now, this week, uh, the scene shifts, and we shift from uh, Jerusalem and the temple and the the center of of all the religious uh, rituals of uh, the people of God, of the Jewish people. And we find ourselves in Nazareth, an insignificant town in the unimportant providence of Galilee, far away from the temple and the religious leaders. A town that, if truth be told, um, didn't have a very good reputation and was despised. And so I invite us to hear these words from Luke chapter 1, again this week. This time beginning in verse 26. When Elizabeth was six months pregnant... God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a city in Galilee, to a virgin who was engaged to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David's house. The virgin's name was Mary. When the angel came to her, he said, Rejoiced, favored one, the Lord is with you. She was confused by these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. The angel said, Don't be afraid, Mary. God is honoring you. Look, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of David his father. And he will rule over Jacob's house forever, and there will be no end to his kingdom. Then Mary said to the angel, How will this happen, since I haven't had sexual relations with a man? And the angel replied, 
the Holy Spirit will come over you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the one who is to be born will be holy. He will be called God's Son. Look, even in her old age, your relative Elizabeth has conceived a son. This woman who was labeled unable to conceive is now six months pregnant. Nothing is impossible for God. Then Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be with me, just as you have said. And then the angel left her. May we hear the words of God this day and respond to the Spirit's activity in our midst. Well, here we are in Nazareth, in Galilee. We aren't told too much about uh, this person to whom Gabriel is sent to, but we are, we are told this same angel who was sent to Zechariah has now been sent to this town, this town of Nazareth in the province of Galilee. And, he is, and, and, and Gabriel has been sent to a very specific person in this city of Nazareth to make an announcement. We are not told much about Mary here. We are simply told that she is a virgin who is engaged to Joseph, who who we know to be a carpenter. We don't know much from this passage about her and her family, but we know from uh, other scripture uh, that both Mary and Joseph were very devout uh, Jewish people that it is unlikely that either of them was wealthy or of much status. And yet, we are told that God sends this angel to make an announcement to this woman named Mary. Now I suspect, just like when the angel appeared to Zechariah, that Mary was just going about her daily routines in the city of Nazareth. Maybe she was beginning to uh, a dream and, and think about the upcoming uh, wedding festival that uh, would accompany her um, marriage to Joseph. But here she was going about her daily routine. Can you imagine Mary's surprise? Can you imagine Mary going about her daily activities and this angel, this messenger from God, comes and says to her, you are a favored one. Rejoice, you are favored. God is with you. Now, you see, Mary was knowledgeable about Scripture, I think. And I think when Mary heard that greeting from this angel and from this messenger, she knew that something was up. She knew that this was a a greeting that you often see in the Old Testament, a a greeting that angels um, often made when they came to prophets 
like Moses and Isaiah and Jeremiah and Daniel. In fact, Gabriel was the angel who had appeared to Daniel. She knew uh, that this was a greeting that often came to people who had been chosen for a special purpose in God's reconciling and saving mission toward Israel. And so she knew this wasn't just a, hey, how is your day doing? God's checking in on you today. And so she listened as the angel continued. And these next few verses, they are just loaded with information that must have just been overwhelming to Mary. I mean, it begins with, you will conceive, you will give birth, you will name the child that you give birth to, Jesus. Well, if that's not shocking enough for her, the angel says, He will be great. He will be called Son of the Most High. Now can you imagine her head's beginning to explode as the angel says these things. She must be thinking, uh, Gabriel, I think you got the wrong woman. But the angel continues and the angel says, God will give him the throne of David. Now that's really got her attention. And he, this child that you're going to give birth to, he will reign forever over the house of Israel. Now even as her head's exploding, she must begin to have this sense, is, is the angel talking uh, about the Messiah? Is the, is the angel talking about the long-awaited king that we've been waiting for to deliver us and to lead us and to get us out from the oppression of the Romans? Could it be that the angel is saying that I will have a child that will be this long-awaited king? And Messiah. Has your head exploded yet? I mean, try to get your, your mind around that. Now, me, I would have about 50 million questions I would want to ask the angel. Mary just has one. You know, Zechariah, when the angel came to Zechariah, uh, Zechariah basically said, give me, give me proof. How can I be sure of this? Well, Mary asked a question too, but she doesn't ask, how can I be sure of this? Mary asked, how will it happen? How will it happen? It doesn't sound like a question of doubt. She's asking for a few more details, which I don't know about you, but I can appreciate that. How will it happen? I mean, does this mean she's not to marry Joseph? I mean, there must have been a million questions. How will it happen? 
And I'm sure she was hoping that the angel would like unfold the whole story. Yes, isn't that how we usually would prefer is that when God calls us to something, we don't want God just to say, here's the next step, but we want him to unfold the whole picture. But here's all the angel said to her. The angel said, the spirit will come upon you. And the child that you will conceive will be conceived in the power of God, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And this child will be God's son. And I'm sure she's like, okay, say more. That's all the angel says to her. This child that you will conceive will be a little different than every other child that has uh, ever been born or ever will be born into this world. And I'm sure that Mary had no idea what that actually meant. She just knew that the child within her was a special gift from God. That the child that she would be having, it was this invitation for her to participate. And you see, the angel waits. Because often when we hear this story, we, we hear this story either as if Mary is already conceived, or we hear this story as if Mary has no choice. She will have a child whether or not she likes it or not. But I don't know, when I read Scripture, that's not how God operates. God does work in and through people, but He works in and through people who cooperate. And so in reality, what this angel is doing is this angel is not just making an announcement, Mary, you will have a child whether you like it or not. The angel is inviting Mary to participate in this unbelievable thing that God is doing. She is being invited to allow her body to be the host of the God of creation to bring into this world the Savior of Israel and the long-awaited King and Messiah. Mary doesn't say, uh, give me a couple of days to think about this. Uh, can, can I talk this over with Joseph and see what he thinks? She, she doesn't say any of those things. Mary says, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be with me just as you have said. Yes, I will allow the Son of God to be conceived in me by the power of the Holy Spirit. And with that, the angel leaves and departs. 
We don't get the story of the conception. That's what we get. And so here we are in Nazareth, in Galilee, alongside Mary, having heard this announcement and this proclamation. Are you ready for the coming of Christmas? Are you ready for the coming of Christ that you will bear and give birth to? As we hear this story this morning, we are reminded that God calls ordinary people in out-of-the-way places. It doesn't have to just be in Jerusalem. It doesn't have to be in Washington, D.C. Or It can be in Cameron. God calls ordinary people in out-of-the-way places to participate in God's saving mission in ways they never, ever imagined or thought were possible. Are you ready? Are you ready for Christ to come afresh and anew? Are you waiting and watching with expectation and anticipation of what God might do? And what God is already in the process of bringing about through faithful people. Are you ready? to say yes to the Holy Spirit? Are you ready to say yes to the Holy Spirit this Advent season? Are you ready to allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you, to come upon us, to empower us so that we may be Christ bearers today and every day? Are you ready? Because you see, I think in this Advent season, as we hear this story of, Abe, of Gabriel appearing to, to Mary with this invitation, I believe that God comes to us today as individuals and as a congregation, inviting us to receive God's love and grace. Inviting us to allow the power and presence of the Spirit to give birth to Jesus within us. As we prepare ourselves to celebrate Christmas, may we be open to the presence of Christ being formed and shaped in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So that wherever we go, Christ goes with us and in us and through us. So that the love and the grace and the salvation of God might be experienced by everyone. Are you ready for Christ to be born anew in the depths of your soul this Advent? 
so that you too, so that we might participate in whatever new thing that God is already doing within us and through us and in our community. Are you ready to say yes to the coming of Christ this day? I hope so. I hope we can be like Mary. Amen.